Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. What's up? Episode 95. Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's 95 and we're still alive and it's time to strive and your motherfucking knife in your head, you piece of shit. There yeah. it is. All right. Yeah. 95 all over again. Lots of swear words. Makes on me want to go watch some Mariners baseball. Well, my name's Ian, that's Kevin. Hello, and Ryan the Beard. Hey! And uh, we're all still here. What in the hell's been going on in your world? Uh, we didn't do a podcast last week, so it's been been a couple of weeks. We dropped a Sweet God's Hate interview, though, so you gotta go back and listen to that one and listen to the Devil's Hunt Me Down interview. Yes, both of as those. As well, you mother Even if we don't podcast, we'll give you some content. Even if it's just Ryan making orgasm sounds for 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> Speaking of content, I haven't plug this too much, but I don't plug it really much on Metal Shop, but if you're listening to this podcast, you're an avid listener anyways. While you're on KSW, you should just go over to Jabroni Journal. I have a, a oh. pro wrestling uh, blog here, and it's actually under the Metal Shop or under uh, under Loud Local. You could get to it both ways through the KSW portal. Read Jabroni all about, Journal. Read all about my pro wrestling um, addiction. How many uh, entries do you have in your journal? I think four so far. All right. All right. Yeah. About It's like a weekly thing. I'm going to try to do it more, but... Dear, it's hard to find time. Dear Journal, this week the spandex was rad. This dear week journal. the sweat was had. I this week a, <laughs> I threw a ginger beer through my TV because Roman Reigns won the championship. I don't know how. One time uh, when I was in <laughs> seventh grade, my mom walked in on me masturbating to a picture of Sable. Yep. Sounds about right. That's about that's like my journal now. Is this taxicab confessions now all of a sudden? I the first porn I ever looked at on the internet was fake porn of Sunny. From WWF. Yeah, she just did a porn, a real porn. No, a real porn, yeah, yeah. and it's pretty nasty, because she, she is not attractive. No, yeah, she's having a rough time. I mean, I'm not trying to life. body shame here, anyone. No, it's just like life shaming, really, I mean. But life that, has shamed her, she's you know rough. What? She gets to do whatever she wants, man, and now we get to watch her do whatever she wants. I still watched it. I got a half I don't think I even wanted to go there. Just like, I'll remember you the way I want to remember you. Well, she, yeah, she was like the most downloaded superstar on AOL. Wow. <laughs> With your free disc. We used to get those for free at the bowling alley. I need hour. another fucking hour. Throw them at buses on the way by. Give me another hour. Uh, I went laser tagging last week and my fingertip is still numb. Mm. It's like numb. Like I, lo- like I nerve damaged myself. Brutal. <laughs> yeah, not really worth it. <laughs> I gotta say. Uh, I was like trigger finger scars. I was making tea last night, and uh, you know, I accident. I realized that my finger was sitting in this super hot water, mm-hmm. and I couldn't even feel it. I was like, "Oh, great, that's awesome." So I also I did that. I fucking bleached my shoe today on purpose. No, on accident. There's a huge white fucking spot in the middle of my black shoe. It looks like I just on my fucking shoe. It's punk. Yeah. So I'm just gonna take a sharpie and sharpie over it because that's also punk. <laughs> Whatever. You should put an anarchy sign on it. Yeah, there we go. It's punk points. I'll go to Hot Topic and get a Hello Kitty patch. What's the lamest thing you've ever bought from Hot Topic? I don't know, man. I Maybe some hair dye when I was like 15. Sure. I think I had a spike bracelet, 
but I got it because it was super, super sharp, and I would just like hit people at school with it. Yeah. You tight. buy anything lame from Hot Topic ever? Uh, not really. I, I usually too just, cool. I usually just walked in and bought the comps. Okay, yeah, the compilations. I bought a corn basketball jersey that said "Life is Peachy." How much was it? Uh, about forty bucks. I used to steal from Worth Spencer's. It. Yeah, at dude. The mall. I think I got my thirty-two inch bottom Jenkos from there. Those Do you still have sick. those? No, but they were, the pockets were so big uh, in the back pocket that I could fit my math books in them. Would Would you steal from Spencer's? <laughs> what was your go-to thing? The the word. I hope my mom. I think my mom listens. She's gonna be pissed. I used. To, uh, I think the biggest thing I ever got was a black light, like a big one. Mm-hmm. I just picked it up and walked right out with it. I didn't even say. Nobody said anything to me, and I just walked out of the mall. So the fun factoid. I used to steal a lot of stuff from Spencer's as well. Couple years later, I ended up working at Spencer's. Oh, sure, great. And you my, caught people stealing. My boss was amazed at how many people I caught stealing, and it was like, well, yeah, I guess I just have a real knack for <laughs> it. Because I can't be like, yeah, because I used to do the same. <laughs> You're like the expert cat burglar that the FBI hires. Uh, I think the lamest thing Ian's ever stolen was a uh, ice cream <laughs> cake from my mom's Dairy Queen while yep. she was working. <laughs> I got away with it. I didn't get to. <laughs> my mom no. probably ran after you. No, she wasn't there. <laughs> the The only person that was there was the only person that was there, which is why we thought we'd get away with it in the first place. The only reason we did it <laughs> is because my friend's fucking car door wouldn't unlock. Like, his lock wasn't broken. There was never, it on the a problem, never a problem with it before that, never a problem with it after that. <laughs> God was like, you're not getting away with this cake, bitch. Uh, I think the lamest thing I ever stole was I was in a phase where I like, I, I, I think I went through three phases in my life where I liked stealing. This particular phase. Oh, really? The holy trinity of theft. <laughs> absolutely. So you just get like really into it. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to steal anything. So I would steal CDs uh, from. Because you think you're invincible. From regular stores, not like record stores, you know. And I stole a fucking kids bop CD. I had like I bought just to say that you could just because I wanted to hear one song because I thought it was funny, and then I threw it out the window. <laughs> yep. As we drove down the freeway. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the height of it right there. I don't know, man. Like I've been it was pretty kids lucky. Bop free, dude. Uh, it's hard to do that now. There's so many cameras everywhere, and like. People just like eye in the sky everywhere. Oh, the good old days of stealing. Or did you ever used to put this? Can we, can we get a manager? Put like um, go into the 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 CD section with all the stereos and just put on like ninety nine point nine. It's really loud, and then just and walk then away. Run, yeah. And they'd be playing like Godsmack or something. I used to always, turn them all on ninety nine point nine. I used to always like to set all the alarm clocks within like a minute. A couple of minutes, like oh, a minute no. or two of each other. Oh. So like one would go off, and an employee would have to go over there and like. Turn that alarm clock off, and then that's how we get minutes. bad customer service, Ryan. Guys, that's how you piss. People are just like eternally have a chip on their shoulder in retail because of people like you. I know. Well, I ended up being one of those people, so true, it all yeah. worked out. I know we're on some heavy talk here, but I wanted to just add that if you ever get the chance to see the band Take, please do yourself a f- favor. This band is incredible. They're true Norwegian black metal, true. and these guys are. Amazing, and they just blew me away. They played at Highline on Thursday with Wolfhammer and Adora. Both those other bands were very cool as well. But but Take just, god damn man, I was like mesmerized. And uh, I have pretty bad ADHD sometimes when I'm in fucking you know I mean like with my cell phone next to me, I get all fidgety. I don't really pay much attention. I, I was drawn in, man. I was they just paying you. attention, and uh, like just the music was great. The showmanship was incredible. Uh, really good headbanging. They played the banjo. It was fucking sick. Was it a 10 out of 10 on the headbanging? Wow. They were great. It was straight up death clock style. Wasn't it the first time they'd ever... Yeah, played uh, played in, in Seattle. States? Yep. Oh, okay. In, in Seattle, at least. And, uh, yeah. It was cool. Dude from Terror was there. Martine. 
Oh, wow. He was watching in the crowd with a black metal t-shirt on. He was totally fitting in. All right, well, let's get into some news. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on over the last week or two since we haven't been here to talk about it. Uh, Let's talk first about Opeth. Yeah. A band that's changed a lot over the years. They were on Roadrunner last. Uh, They put out their last few records. I think they've been on Roadrunner for over 10 years. But uh, now they are going to be on Nuclear Blast. They announced that they're going to be signing with Nuclear Blast alongside every band. Uh, new Nail, Soulfly's on there. Uh, fucking Slayer's on there. Fucking everyone's on Nuclear Blast. Yeah. And now they are too. We're going to talk. It's like they should pay us to do this podcast because of how much we talk about all their bands. Hey, Nuclear Blast. You want to throw us a few? No, we can't do that. Uh, they have a new album called Sorceress, and they released a 23-second snippet of studio footage showcasing some new songs. Here, You want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's check out 23 Seconds. Well, that's weird. Playing with a synth. synth. If you want old Opeth, I can guarantee you, you're not going to hear any like growling from Michael Eckerfeld. So just stop now if if you're if you're holding out for that. Yeah. Uh, you were talking to me about this yeah, next. Yeah, I want to take this next one. Brain Drill has a new song out. Woo! I'm really really pumped that uh, Brain Drill's up and running again. This is one of my favorite super shreddy cerebral annihilation bands. Um, Hence the let's name. see here, uh, Santa Cruz, California-based uh, Brain Drill have a new song called Infinite Oblivion. It's taken from the upcoming album Boundless Obscenity, which will be out July 2nd. Oh, yep. yeah. Sounds like Brain Drill already. Skip halfway. Well, there you have it. Glad they're living up to their own legacy. That's awesome. New brain drill. F- yeah. Nails has a new record out called You Will Never Be One of Us, and it is out on Nuclear Blast. You can now stream it online. Uh, they have it available, but you can also buy it um, because it came out yesterday. Yeah, so. you should buy it. Just purchase it. You can. You can listen to it anywhere online. You can find it. Uh, it's streaming in several websites, but yeah, just pick it up because that band needs the support, and they're f***ing doing great things. Uh, I haven't paid attention to Cruel Hand since like 2009. Nah, me neither. This video is fucking weird, man. The song is okay, but they're like dressed up in suits and stuff in a woodshed that looks like an ice fishing cabin. And just, it's one of those things where nothing makes sense in this thing. Uh, the new song is called Dead Eyes Watching from Your World Won't Listen on Hopeless Records. What? Yeah. He's singing into a light bulb. And 
Anybody else getting a uh, Suffer Survive vibe off that thing? Yeah, I don't know. It's Cruel Hand has honestly always been kind of a no-warning rip to me. Yeah. Well, they are. Right, let's hear the breakdown. I didn't even... I just guessed. I totally... <laughs> That's awesome! I knew where it was going to be. Like middle of the song? Okay, here it goes. Yeah, about three-fourths of the way in. You! I can, like, sing along without even ever hearing it. So, that's on your radar now. Hopeless record, all right, so Skeleton Witch, uh, a band that's a little bit more interesting than that band uh, right there, Cruel Hand. Skeleton Witch has a new song called Red Death, White Light, available now for streaming. It's going to be out available August, or sorry, out August 19th on the Apothic Gloom EP on Prosthetic Records. Uh, the new singer is Adam Clemens from Wolfhammer. Let's check it out right now. It's new Skeleton Witch. Very black metal. Yeah. Maybe the uh, Wolfhammer influence is kind of rubbing off. The song's seven minutes long. I'm skipping halfway. Well, there's the breakdown. <laughs> Maybe Here's not so much. Oh, yep, you're right. Just a different kind of breakdown. Anyway, good for them. Cool. Glad to see them uh, with a new singer doing things. Okay, so Nuclear Blast, another signing. Um, well, it's actually, sorry, I'm not. it's not a signing, but it's an, an announcement off Nuclear Blast. July 1st is going to be the release of Wolf Hoffman from Accept, uh, releasing a second solo album, Headbanger Symphony. Uh, yeah, so he has a new teaser album trailer available now. You can check it out. So let's play that and, uh, you know, go from one form of media to another. This is Wolf Hoffman from Accept. I want to tell you a little bit about my new project, Headbanger Symphony. I've been fascinated with classical music all my life and made one previous classical album, but that's been many years ago. The origins to this particular project go back about 10 years, actually. I started working on it with my friend Melo. He's an Italian composer, arranger, pianist, all-around awesome guy. And he is sort of the... Uh, the uh, classical brain behind this. I'm just the, the guy who plays metal guitar. Well, all of a sudden, uh, except started to happen again, we started to tour, we started to make records, and I was so busy that uh, I couldn't work on this classical project anymore. Just in my free time here and there, and essentially it dragged out over many years. So this idea isn't, isn't new to me at all. It's, I've been fascinated by this my whole life. It's just, I wanted to do a full-blown album with it one more time. Because, see, the problem is with classical music, it's not written for drums and guitar. It's written for orchestra. And 
the sense of timing that these guys have is, is completely different to what we do. Sometimes bars stretch out over a long period of time, then the tempo speeds up, and that works for this classical music. But in our kind of world, you have to have a steady beat, and as soon as you bring drums and electric guitar and all that into these pieces, they can change dramatically. So anyhow, make sure to check out this new album, Headbanger Symphony, out in the stores around July 1st on Nuclear Blast. And I look forward to seeing you guys on the road. So yeah, Nuclear Blast, Hungry Hungry Hippos on all the bands this week. In Flames is back with uh, Nuclear Blast. They were on that record label once, and uh, now they are, yeah, so they put out eight records on Nuclear Blast over the years, including all the good ones, the classics, Horacle, Clayman, Reroute to Remain, and a few others, and uh, now they're back. Can we get a good record this time, guys? Please? I'm, no. not, I'm not banking on it. No. We need it, though. I need, I need it. My soul needs it. Well, I mean, you're not going to get it. That's like expecting a good new Metallica record. Stop going back to your angry ex. It's not happening. I wanted to bring this one up just because it's interesting. It's happening in Europe, but the Headbangers Ball 2016 uh, tour is ha- is a thing that's happening. It's wild as hell. So Headbangers Ball is still the thing? The MTV in Europe, apparently Ball. it is. Is this one of these things where they're like... Uh, let's try this out, see if it works, and uh, we'll see what happens after that. It's Iced Earth and Sephirum Cataclysm on Earth. That's a good tour. That is a good... I would go see that. Uh, it says, Headbangers Ball is a name that evokes pure heavy metal nostalgia, and it will breathe new life again, and by the end of this year, MTV's classic 80s show shall return as a series of events. Dates for the winter tour are available here in Europe. Nice. So MTV bringing back Headbangers Ball? Question mark? There is a new super group by the name of Scour. We've talked a little bit about them. It features Philip H. and Selmo Brother, John Jarvis from Pig Destroyer, Derek from Cattle Decapitation Chase from Continuum, former drummer of Animosity, Decrepit Birth, and Jesse from Strong Intention. It is uh, a new song called Tear Gas. Coming out on uh, Phil's record label, Housecore Records, July 15th. 
Looks, yeah. Looks like Derek Engman from Cattle Decap. It says right here that he really basically wrote the record and they sent it to Phil to write the lyrics. All right, then. So, music not by Phil this time. Nuclear Blast again on our, uh, on our podcast. They have signed Paradise Lost. Metal powerhouse Nuclear Blast has now, uh, just seriously, they've gobbled everyone up. Iconic oh, yeah. UK metal act Paradise Lost will now release their following projects, their following <laughs> albums for the next couple of years on Nuclear Blast. Man, okay, so I don't know if this story is being spun by the source or if it is representing the attitude I thought just when Dave Mustaine was maybe starting to be a nice guy again when they were uh, when Nick Menza passed away the first thing he did is that he tried to organize like a Megadeth all-star show kind of like with a bunch of the former members to come back and raise money for Nick Menza's family but now he's saying that it's highly unlikely that it's going to go forward because quote there's some stuff going on right now where Nick's family is doing a GoFundMe page and I'm not involved in that if they need our help, they know where we're at. We love them and want the best for them, so we'll find out. So it sounds like he's just not wanting to do it because they have a fundraiser somewhere else. Okay. AKA, like, you guys are good. All right. Later. Hmm. So I don't know, man. It would, backing out. It would be awesome to witness that. Like a Megadeth all-star lineup, but then it's one of those, like, how long till that whole thing implodes? Yeah. Yikes. We'll see. Speaking of Megadeth, uh, Dave Mustaine has relisted his new, or his old house, I'm sorry, that he was going on sale for for $5.375 million oh. in Fallbrook, California, this huge estate. He has uh, removed it from, I don't know, Zillow? Oh yeah, Zillow, which is a real estate website, and he has relisted it for $3.895 million. So he has dropped almost a million and a half from that fucking huge estate. He is actually, uh, it's five times as expensive as he bought it. His for. asking price was more than five times what he paid for it three years before that. That's so, so gnarly. Unless he turned it into like the sickest house of all time. Well, the thing is, is he, he uh, installed that state-of-the-art uh, recording studio. No, that's true. Yep, there is a lot in there. So yeah, good luck, dude. Sorry, Dave. A million and a half. He's like, oh, God. All right. Let's just drop the price. Rob Halford has just uh, done an interview where he mentioned that Judas Priest is making another record right now. That's so badass. Here's his quote. More metal. We're making another record right now, which should be ready when it's ready, which is a great answer. This will be our umpteenth record. Hundred, hundreds of metal songs later, we have a tremendous treasure trail behind us that we cherish. Yeah, and we want to make sure that what we put in front of that is equally worthy. So we take a lot of time in making the best music that we can, but it's exciting to think that not too far from now there will be another Priest record on the horizon with some more shows. Well, in the meantime, we can enjoy the rest of Judas Priest's treasure trail. It's insane that Judas Priest is still going strong. Uh, it's just, it's awesome. They are, an, for them. They are just uh, a national treasure of the UK... <laughs> International Export. treasure. An international treasure. Uh, we got another super group. Uh, the band is gone is gone. It's Mastodon's Troy Sanders at the drive-ins Tony Hajar. Queens of the Stone Age's Troy Van Leeuwen and keyboard guitarist uh, Mike Zarin. It sounds pretty cool, man. I mean, it's definitely out there. But, uh, here's a piece. Here's a piece.
Troy Sanders' beard's like yours, Ryan. Like, he could uh, hide sh in there. Hide things. Serious taken. beard skills. Smuggle things past the airport. So well, there you go. I've only used it to smuggle things into concerts. Oh, you gotta step your game up, man. Dude, I'm not trying that. Trying to pull sh like that at the airport. I already look like a terrorist. <laughs> That's, That's true. A good I get searched enough as is. You are already profiled. Uh, James Hetfield from Metallica has lended his voice to a new animated television series that's being picked wow. up by Netflix in fall 2016. Activision Blizzard Studios now has their first television series in production. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh, it's called Skylanders Academy, and... Blizzard is expanding. The series follows the adventures of the Skylanders team, and this is how it's... Uh, kind of described a group of heroes with unique uh, elemental skills and personalities who travel the vast Skylands universe, protecting it from evildoers and showing the next wave of Academy cadets how to do things the Skylander way. Wow. So there's a $3 billion Skylanders franchise. Um, they've sold more than $250 million, to $250 million toys. Yeah. Skylanders is the kind of thing where like you buy the, like, the little, uh, the, the home base, it looks like a Star Trek transporter and then you can buy toys. And when you put the toy on the thing, it like transports into your TV, into the oh, video game. Mibu things or whatever. Yeah. It's something like that. Tim Berkeley loves those things. Yeah. I was going to say my weird friend Shane would probably love this, but it's weird. They've got Justin Long uh, is going to be one of the guys, uh, Eric Rogers from Futurama and like a bunch of, you know, bunch of famous people on there. So including James Hetfield, I guess. You're figuring me, figuring me Skylander to dare. Uh, body count is back. <laughs> body motherfucking count on Century Media Records. And there's a bitch in the pit. Uh Oh, she's going to beat your ass. So manslaughter came out a couple years ago. Uh, they did pretty well. I mean, it sold records, and they, they did well on Mayhem Fest. So it doesn't say with the name of what it's going to be or when it's going to be. It says they have a new record coming out, though. We got weird back-and-forth Anthrax news this week. Uh, I, apparently, these guys need to talk to each other because they're giving two different stories to the media. Uh, Charlie Benante, the drummer for Anthrax, told uh, Eon Music that their newest record, For All Kings, could be their last. And that the inspiration to make a follow-up effort may not be there. I don't even know if there will be another record is all I can tell you, he says. Uh, I'd rather go out on a high. So he says that, and then a couple days later, Scott Ian, at the title of this, says, Scott Ian, there will be more Anthrax records. <laughs> so who's not going to be on it? Charlie or Scott? Well, I feel like there's going to continue to be Anthrax records because Scott Ian is going to continue to write Anthrax records. Well, I mean, to... To his credit, and he's right, Scott Ian said on Twitter, don't let clickbait headlines fool you, <coughs> Blabbermouth. Uh, there will be more Anthrax records. So, I mean, Blabbermouth does have a, a history and a tendency. They've done it with our interviews, too, where they just pull out the most outrageous thing and then slap that on as the headline with some weird-ass photo. Sure. And it gets like 10,000 shares, et cetera, et cetera. So they know yeah. how to do their job. A huge news story this week when Slipknot, uh, former Slipknot drummer, sorry, and now Vimic drummer Joey Jordison uh, has was accepted an award for the Metal Hammer Golden Gods Award in London, England. He went on stage and uh, he was talking about, he finally addressed uh, the kind of the, 
elephant in the room. Yeah, there was a lot of rumors. There, there was, was a lot of rumors about. that Joey Jordison had fallen victim to his drug addiction again and toward the end of his slipknot. That's why he got kicked out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he actually talked about this debilitating disease that wasn't allowing him to to walk. It's called transverse myelitis. Uh, sorry, myelitis. It's a neurological Transverse condition. Myelitis. It hits your spinal cord and it wiped out his legs completely. Um, Jeez. You know. Well, it's so, not like he plays drums or anything. It's not like yeah, he no big deal. Those, yeah, you know, whatever. Big deal. So that's intense. And uh, yeah, he said, uh, "We carried to the stage. The pain was something I'd never experienced in my life before, and I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy." He said that uh, when people saw that he was being like carried to the stage, people thought he was f***ed up. But he said, no, everything was was straight-laced. I was sober. Everything Dude, was if that, perfect. if you're that messed up and they have to carry you to the drums... Just go home. Well, Don't can, Not only that, but like, how messed up can you be and still play those songs on the drums? That's true. That's so, yeah. true. Uh, it doesn't really say... It doesn't go into any detail about like his rehabilitation or anything, but he's clearly playing drums in a new band. So I wonder if it's a combination of that and maybe just not getting along with those dudes in general anyway, and it's just time to go. So I'm sure there's a lot of things that we will never, ever know about. So uh, it's good to see him still playing music, and I'm glad he's doing better. Ghost has a, a, a full U.S. tour. It's called the Pope Star Tour. Uh, no word who's opening up, but they're playing Seattle Friday, October 14th. That's at, awesome. At the Moa. It's a Friday night. I'm very excited that they're graduating to a higher capacity venue and a nice theater. <clears throat> yeah, Ryan got the VIP treatment so he didn't have to go nuts to butts at uh, in sardine mode at El Corazon last time. Dude, it wasn't even VIP treatment. Whatever. Every- everybody was just crowding themselves by the front of the door. It was one of those deals where there's a lot of fans of ghosts that don't mm-hmm. go to a whole bunch of shows. So they don't know how it works. Yeah, they don't get it. And so everybody was just like... Got a couple steps in the door and went, well, oh, well, I'm inside. Well, I'm here. stand here. Like, hey, no. how about you walk 10 feet that way? Yeah, Everyone. we we went and stood over to the left side of the stage. We're not even stage side. We were just kind of there, had plenty of room to hang out and elbow room and do whatever. I mean, it was, it was weird, man. Start punching faces next time, Ryan. I just wanted to start grabbing people and be like, dude, start moving this way. Come on, move. Just start a huge move. pit. You need to be the one. Start a huge pit at Ghost. Right by the front of the door. <laughs> Circle Pit! Well, one band that's no stranger to Circle Pits <laughs> is Exodus, and uh, they may have a new record coming out by late 2017. Steve oh. Zetro's Souza, uh, he said that. And, uh, you know, obviously Gary Holt is busy with Slayer a lot of time. Uh, and he's know. the one who writes the music. He's the songwriter, and, well, you have to look at his schedule, but actually having conversations with them means that uh, they've decided that by the end of 2017, it's when we could see a new Exodus record. So, could be pretty sweet, man. It'll be the first with uh, Steve Souza back on vocals. Yeah. On a record, anyway. For a a- long after time. After they booted their Alaska. Yeah, that's Oof. cold, man. And, you Rob. know, we didn't talk about this last week, but and it's not on the list, but I just wanted to mention again that the bass player of Crowbar also found out this week that he got fired via a text message. Pretty cold, man. Pretty cold. Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. So, yeah, sometimes you find out via text, man. All right. Lord knows we're not letting you out of the Metal Shop Backstage Pass podcast without entering the Brutal Poetry Too Hot for Radio Lounge. We found another real gem on the treasure trail for you this week. From 2006, a band called Viral Load put out a classic record called Backwood Bludgeoning. 
Sick Hicks from the Sticks. Here's Kevin reciting a passage from Beetlejuice Bukake. Take it away. Victimizing the innocent, purging the flesh of the infidel, duct-taped mouth, not secured, peel the undergarments aside. Very carefully feed her my Inch by inch, demigod's judgment on this worthless bitch instrument of torture. Pain's divine razor slits. Lower abdomen foul life forms. Methodically inserted next to the intestines. Insects feasting on the bowels of the living. Parasitic hunger. Dying from the inside. Insect infested cadaver impure fantasies. Demonic desires. Precise incisions. Malicious coroner of the living. Disease of the lunatic. Addicted to the gore. We're getting eaten by bugs. Post-mortem frenzy. Lacerations. Suffocations. Ejaculations. Abominations. Well, as usual, we're all gonna go to fucking hell for that. Thanks, Viroload. Beetlejuice Bukake from Backwoods Bludgeoning. Sick Hicks from the Sticks. Well, hopefully uh, we're still working here next week, and we'll see you again then. They have some really f***ed up songs. I know they do. Don't listen to this, Don't ever look into that band ever. Just save yourself some time. Kevin and Ryan, it's been fun. (laughs) Yes. Episode 95 in the books. We'll see you guys again next week. It's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Good night, sir. Good morning. Good night. Good night. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Father's Day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.